say Puff the Magic Green Dragon. I listen every time that a new one comes out, and I notice that you guys are a month late. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Amanda. Hi, Abigail. Where are you right now? I'm in a creepy garage in your car. Oh, me too. Oh. It's not super creepy. It's no, a it's, it's a parking garage. It's very well lit. Oh, wait. What do they call them in um the UK? A bonnet. No. A car park? Car park. Is that what they say? In the car keys. Okay. You're car being, keys. You're being like Boston or something. No, I'm being English. Parkade. Is park. that a thing? I don't know. I don't boring. know. Boring. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we are, so we're, it's a Target parking garage. Yeah, why are we here? We're here because this is our co-working space. This parking spot? No, no, I'm sorry, this Target. Oh, oh, okay, okay. When you say co-working space, what do you mean? So a co-working space is this... <laughs> Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a co-working space is a, like, group office it's kind of like an office that you would go to if you had a job with cubicles and yeah. things. Cool. But it's for people who telecommute or work alone or whatever. And it's so they have a place where they can both, you know, feel like they have an office away from home and maybe have some sort of community experience and maybe some um, perks like a printer or whatever. Okay. So and, Target offers a co-working space like that? I'm, I'm amazed. I haven't heard about this before. Well, it's a little known secret. It's just you have to live on the streets. Yes, check and check. Right. So we're I, we're good. So we looked into co-working spaces. Right. And there weren't very many options, and they were all a million dollars. Yes. Um, and we only need it two days a week right. in the evenings. It's not like we're doing 40 hours a week at our co-working space. I wish, but no. Um, and so I suggested maybe we try a free option. And since I live, like, uh, because I'm homeless, I live in a trailer now, I am very comfortable, you know, wearing the same clothes every single day mm-hmm. and not showering. I only don't do that because I have to see other people. Oh, yeah, no. I, let me recommend something. Live with some cats in a trailer. <laughs> okay. Best life. So I was like, we should check out some alternative co-working spaces. No, you tricked me and you gave me an address and said, show up here. It's our new co-working space. And then when I showed up, it was a library. But it was pretty awesome. The Target food food court court has a lot to offer. Uh, Outlets. A a bunch of outlets. Coffee. Very good lighting. Nobody bothers you if you drink. No, yeah, you can do whatever you want. We always have, like, at least a bottle of wine Uh flowing. Uh, we're surrounded by many homeless people. Other, other homeless people. Yeah, other, my people. Yeah. Um, and everyone always has, like, tons of bags and things, so the fact that we have, yeah, so the fact that we have, like, a box of art supplies and have plugged in a hot glue gun, we fit right in. Mm Mm-hmm. You can say it's, we're... Hot glue, cold wine. (laughs) Is that a sign you're gonna sell on Etsy? Mmm. Anyway... Uh, yeah, we couldn't record this podcast, though, unfortunately. This co-working space that we're a part of doesn't <laughs> offer any soundproof. You're amazingly able to say that all with such a straight face at this point. Soundproof. Um, my co-working space is not really set up for that right now, but, you know, we're looking into it. Uh, 
Well, I mean, you know, like, it's hard to pass up the value. Like, I mean, we could go to one of those places that's $500 a month and get a soundproof booth, but, like, we could buy so many, what are those, snappers? Snappers, Mrs. Oh, that is is the best part about Target. We have become very intimately acquainted with the snack aisle, which is not for the best, I would say, but every time there's a new, delicious strangely shaped bag of snacks to be had there is they like the snack end cap is very close to our desk very alluring yes Mm -hmm. our desk our area Mm -hmm. um lately there's been somebody watching movies at full volume i love him yeah he's pretty cool uh like he's got a little mini dvd player one of those portable dvd players and he sets up with a speaker system and he's got like a box of dvds and the last time we were here there was a lady who yelled at him and said turn that down Turn it down! She had her phone on speaker. She had two phones. Both of them were on speaker. (laughs) And she was, she kept saying, like, that's lucrative. Lucrative. She was on the phone with someone and then she was playing something. And then listening to one, alternating with the other. It was, yeah, it was exciting. Anyway, she was not cool with the movie being. No, she was. That movie was so loud. It was gunfire. It was the loudest gunfire movie. And there was, like, a car crash. And then people screaming, screaming as, like, someone's getting gunned down. He started watching it with, like, a half smile on his face. And I was like, oh, is this a plan? It It reminded me of when you're at the movie theater and you're watching, like, Julia Roberts teach the young girls, and then next door you hear like, and you're in this scenario. Were you the young girls? Were you Julia? Who were you? I was the wall. Oh, speaking of, what do you think about the Elizabeth Gilbert news? (gasps) I didn't know. Do you not know about this? No, dude, I cannot believe I get to tell you about this. I don't read Twitter. I just listen to her podcast. Ah! What happened? She left her husband. For her female best friend. Elizabeth Gilbert is gay? Yes. No! And her best friend is this woman named Rhea, who is dying of pancreatic cancer, and it's very sad, but she said that, like, when she found out that she was dying, it changed everything, and she said instantly she knew. Like, she was like, that changed my whole world, and I went to her side, I have not left her side, and we are together every, in every sense of the word, and I love her. And, like, that's, Yeah. No. And that's why she, like, ended her marriage. When did her marriage end? Earlier this year, but it was kind of, that it was, it was somewhat recently, I'd say in the past two months, that she announced it anyway. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. this came later. I didn't. As in today. Or yesterday. Wow. I know. See, I just, like, recently got on the Elizabeth Gilbert train. I wouldn't say I'm on a train, but um, well, she, I'm standing in the station as trains pass. So there was an episode of Long Form, like everything in my life revolves around podcasts. Sure. Um, there was this episode of Long Form where they interviewed her. Did I already tell you this on a podcast? I don't think so. I don't think so. And they talked about her, um, how she first started. And I think she was writing articles for like Vice or something like that. And she was writing these really kind of harsh articles where she was basically like making fun of people so she'd find like these like nerd sorority girls or whatever and do like an expose day and she realized after a couple years of this that like she hated herself sure and she was like this is not i don't want to be known for like making fun of people um and she kind of had a change of heart and started practicing uh more conscientious writing i guess this is before eat pray love um and all the success that came with that so i heard that interview with her on long form and i felt very endeared to her for like 
admitting how she was being a shitty person, apparently. And now she's this other, you know, person, whatever, whatever. And then she's besties with Rob Bell. And that's one of my favorite podcasts, the Robcast. Um, And she interviewed him for like his hundredth episode. uh, And she did a really good impression of him. And if there's one thing I love, it's a good impression of a podcast host. Sure. A favorite genre of all. Yes. Beloved by many. Yes. Known uh, by very near to zero people, but beloved by the, the one the, or two right. who do know what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and so I was like, I, I, Elizabeth, like, first you're admitting your faults, then you're, you know, being more than your Julia Roberts, whatever. Which I've never read that book or seen the movie, even though I feel like I'm having a very eat, pray, love Existence life right, right now. now. Yeah. No, yours is more like scrounge, <laughs> exist, sleep, blaze through, sleep, I don't know how to describe pray, it. sleep. Yeah, I'm down, man. That sounds good. Right? Um, yeah, I read, the, I read the article about her coming out on Jezebel, uh-huh. and the commenters were like, as soon as I saw the words, this is our cancer journey, I knew that there was a book coming somewhat soon, I'm sure, about this whole experience, and I was like, part of me was like, well... She is a writer, so she does process things through writing. So. Yeah, it's not. She's not like capitalizing on it, right? I will. So her book that came out last year is called Big Magic. Yeah, I think mm-hmm, it is. Um, and so she has this podcast called Magic Lessons that I just started listening to. Um, I listened to like three or four episodes, and I like it because someone will be like, "I'm sixty years old, and I've always wanted to be a dancer, but I'm afraid," mm-hmm. and she'll be like, "Be it." Be a dancer. Do it. You know, and they have this dialogue and then like she gives them homework and then they like write an essay about how dance has changed their life. And it's very Eat, Pray, Love. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of sweet. And, um, you know, when you listen to a lot of podcasts about police killing people. Why do you listen to so many police podcasts? I just try to be up on the like things that are happening in the world. Okay. I like to hear people's stories, so then I can... And yet you didn't know this news about your favorite person, Elizabeth Gilbert. Well, because I listened to Elizabeth Gilbert to, like, make me feel good about the old lady dancing and forget about the gender wage gap. Yeah. Anyway, this is a big reveal, and I'm hoping maybe it comes up in a future episode of Magic Lessons. I'm sure it will. I have a podcast to tell you about that I don't know if I told you about already that I love, but I also like don't listen to podcasts very much anymore. And I was trying to explain this to Julie today because uh, I find the hosts so annoying usually, as I'm sure our listeners can relate to. Oh yeah, no, hosts are the most annoying. Yes, uh, I said I can usually listen to a couple episodes and then I get way too annoyed. But there's a podcast called With Special Guest Lauren Lapkus. Have I told you about this? No. It's amazing because every single episode, the person who is the guest on her show plays the host of an imaginary podcast, and they do one episode, and she's the guest that comes onto their podcast. Is it like improv? Kind of, yeah. Okay. So it'll be like, breakfast cast with so-and-so and so-and-so, and and she's like someone who comes on and they talk about, like, that's a bad example, but there's a lot of really funny ones, and there's one that they do about, like, Mill Valley where she's, like, a gentle neighbor of someone who lives in Mill Valley, and they talk about... It's all, like, these amazing... It's, like, Ben Schwartz. It's all, like, the biggest names in comedy. Uh Like, come on and do whatever dumb idea of podcast, like, they've had for an episode of something. Like, Paul F. Tompkins does a Santa 
pause in the North Pole and she's like an elf. I don't know. It's really funny. And so you never get tired of whatever podcast it is because you only have to listen to one episode of whatever it is. I don't really get tired of podcasts. I get so tired of them. I do mix it up quite a bit. I know, and I have like 20 that I'm subscribed to, but sometimes I'm like, that doesn't sound that interesting. I don't know. How do I even see how many I have subscribed to? Um, I get like seven new ones every single day. Yeah. So the breakfast podcast is called like Breaking Fast with Todd Nosher. Wake up, you're listening to The Morning Nosh with Todd Nosher. It's just funny. I don't know. It's a, it's a really funny podcast. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what else should we say? Uh, what do you want to talk about? I kind of want to do a history or mystery. Okay. Okay. Give me a topic. History or mystery. The Amish in America. Oh. Our friend Jenny would know a lot about this because uh-huh. there's some show about the Amish. There's two Amish shows. There's one where the Rum Springer, right? Yes, they there's go... one where they one where they're fake Amish, essentially. Yeah, and they like go out of the world and party it up or yeah. whatever on their like spring no, break. No, I don't know how the real one is real because how could you have TVs in Amish? Because aren't they anti-electronics or something? <sighs> yeah, I think so. The Mennonites are the ones that won't even have like zippers or anything, right? Like they won't use any... I don't, dude, I don't I feel like Amish people, there's, like, they are allowed to I use the like telephone. Should we talk about people? Or are we going to be, like, offensive if oh. we talk about Amish people? I don't think we've said anything bad. I read but a bunch of Amish we? romance novels when I was younger. Tell me about those. Um, they were, I'm trying to even remember what they were, because I think Afton read them, too. And, um, I'm bored already. Do you have any topics? Queen Victoria. Oh, jeez. I don't even know which one that is. One. I don't know which one that is either. Which one? There was a Victoria what in oh, the we 40s, have right? Kate's gonna murder us. Let's do a really murdering one. Okay. Henry VIII. I read that. The Shakespeare play. Oh, okay. He's the one with the wives, right? Dude, remember he had all the wives and they cut the heads off? Isn't that all of them? Oh my lord. Alright, you pick a topic. One time there was a like, movie like, I, there one time a there was a sport of history or mystery <laughs> where these two dopey girls can't even uh, keep track of any of them. One, t- one time I watched a movie about something called The Bolins where two girls Yeah, Anne Boleyn. Where two girls and their brother John there was a bowling. bunch of incest. Do you want to go Anne Boleyn? And then he says it's like her head. The Bolin Bowl. Alright, history and mystery. Okay. The topic is Amelia Earhart. Okay. She was an air a pilot. She was a pilot. She flew airplanes in the olden she days. She held Should we pick a year? Twenty oh. something? Nineteen twenty three? Yeah, before World War before before the Great Depression, after World War One, I. I don't know. Wait, did they have? Pl- I know Beryl Markham and her were somewhat of contemporaries, maybe, because it wasn't like a shock that Beryl Markham was a successful pilot. People weren't like the first female pilot of all time. Well, yeah, no, because Amelia Earhart had already won. Okay, so she was she was a lady pilot. She was, and she was the first person to do what? Well, I was gonna say she was the first person fly to fly. An ocean. Yeah, to fly from America to Scotland, but I don't actually know if that's true or not. I don't okay. think it is. All right, and um, also one time she disappeared. 
the last time she disappeared. The last time in her life. Well, yeah. Well, maybe. And they think that there's a lot of theories about what happened to her. Right, because they never found her. Or the plane. Or Which, now they have found the plane, maybe. Or what? Like, on an island, and so they think maybe she crash-landed on an island and died. I could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. I wish, like, we knew. But I love... I wish th- we knew even what we don't know. That I would love make this a better th- segment. <laughs> I love the theories about how she's, like, still alive. It's, wouldn't she be, like... Yeah, no, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it's like Anastasia, where you, like, hope for this, like... Hope for the best. Yeah. For, like, every child abduction ever. Uh, I'm trying to remember more about Emily Earhart. I just literally can't think of anything else about her. Was she pretty? Um, I think she was striking looking. What does oh. that mean? That's such an old-timey word. Like, handsome for a woman? Again. Oh, I'm reading an old-timey book. I think Are you would like it. Oh, there's a movie called Amelia with Hilary Swank. I want to see that. Directed by Mira Nair, who's one of my favorite directors. And I think it's not one of her best movies, but I think maybe she didn't have a lot of control in it, which is ironic. Shall I look up Amelia Earhart? Sure. All right. Let me get onto our history or mystery device. It's just a computer. It's Make the a... noise from our... Um... Do, 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 yeah, do, that do, one. Do, do, do. In my mind, I see it like a... This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. Do you like how I say it fast? <laughs> because I listen to podcasts fast. Uh, it's This would be like our Carmen San Diego shot where you're running around the map putting things on the board and I'm like cheering I wanna you on. I want to do that. Yeah. See what she I mean? disappeared she looks- in 1937. Oh, she's beautiful. She looks like Hilary Swank. She does. Striking. Handsome. She's, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. She All was right. born in 1897. Okay. So our guess of 1923. So yeah, she wouldn't still be alive. 1923 was like okay-ish. Um, she, no. Wait. For years she was active? Oh, she did fly across something Can you stop stealing your thunder? No, you're not providing good content for the listeners. You're just like, (laughs) you're just like saying words. I had some Zinfandel. She was the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Um, and she disappeared over the Central Pacific Ocean, um, in an attempt to make a circumnavigational flight. That's all the way around, right? Yeah. 100% around? 100% around. So she was trying to do that, the first one ever. Uh, Not even just the first woman. Yeah. Um, and she disappeared near Howland Island. And let's get some facts here. A, okay, her a, big thing was 1928. What did we say? 23? Nice. Nice. Through, well, a, through a series of misunderstandings of errors, the details of which are still controversial, the final approach to Howland Island using radio navigation was not successful. Fred Noonan had earlier written about problems affecting the accuracy of radio direction, finding, and navigation. Another cited cause of possible confusion was the Itasca and Earhart planned their communication schedule using time systems set a half hour apart. So they were using different time zones. Mm. Um, motion picture evidence suggests that an antenna mounted underneath the fuselage may have been torn off from the fuel heavy... Wait, so they did find her plane. Oh. Is, right? If they're talking about it like this? Sure. I don't know. They 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 know a lot about this. 
Well, I guess things are different than when I learned about this when I was 10. Crash, here are the different theories about what happened. Crash and sink theory. So she ran out of fuel. Crashed. Gardner Island hypothesis. Japanese capture theory. That's fun. Spies for FDR. Oh, wow. Tokyo Rose rumor. So she made propaganda radio broadcasts? Sure. Ira Glass would be all over that. And, and the thing about this is... Act 1. A hundred years ago. Act 2. Act 2. Stay with us. All that and more after the break. This is my favorite this is my favorite theory. Assuming another identity. Why would she do that? Um in November 2006, uh the National Geographic Channel aired episode 2 of Undiscovered History series. I think I would like that series. That sounds fun. About a claim that Earhart survived the world flight, moved to New Jersey, changed her name, remarried and became Irene Bolam. This claim had originally been raised in the book Amelia Earhart Lives. Irene Bolam, who had been a banker in New York during the 1940s, denied being Earhart, filed a lawsuit requesting $1.5 million in damages and submitted a lengthy affidavit in which she refuted the claims. So this person existed and some other guy was like, you're Amelia Earhart and you wrote a book about it. I love that. Only a man would be like, nope, you're her. I'm not her. And then the book's publisher withdrew the book from the market because, you know, her lawsuit, I'm guessing. Aww. Um... Subsequently, Bolam's personal life history was thoroughly documented by researchers, eliminating any possibility she was Earhart. Kevin Richland, a professional criminal forensic expert hired by National Geographic, studied photographs of both women and cited many measurable facial differences. Well, there goes that. Abigail. Amanda. What's your joke life moment? I don't even have a joke life moment anymore. My whole life is just a joke. I have one. Tell me. It involves driving over a curb at about one in the morning. Oh, yeah. No, this is a joke life moment that happened to both of us. Yes. A co-joke life moment. Do you want to set it up? Um, so we were at one of our local co-working spaces. Cough, cough. The public library. Well, actually, we were here at Target. We were at our local, local co-working But space. we had left a car at the library, which is, which is our kind of, which is another one of our places we like to go when we can be quiet. It just sounds like we're littering the city with cars and co-working spaces and people. That sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Hot glue. Cold Hot wine. Glue, cold wine. <laughs> 17. Is that a song? I don't know. Raspberry wine. Is that oh, some country song? Uh, it sounds real. Uh, and we, so we went to the library, but they were closed for a special event. And so we decided to come over to Target and we left a car at the library. Like idiots. Fatal mistake. So when we go back at like around midnight to get the car, we realized that all of the... Because we had to stay up really late making 50 boutonnieres. Yeah, I forgot about that. I blocked it out. So it was already, it was already the longest, hardest night. It was the longest, hardest night of all. And I was complaining nonstop, so everyone's ed- nerves were on edge, I can say, safely. Um, and so we pull up to the library and notice that there is chains going across all of the entrances and exits. 
And the parking lot is empty. Completely empty. Low, one small Ford Focus. Yes. So we look around and go investigate many, many different places it could possibly get out. We try going over a curb. Oh, yeah. No, we like... It's the it's so it's like cold and like dumb outside. We're so tired. We just want to go home and like we try calling the police. We call the city and they won't let us. They're like, "Well, there's nothing we can do. You'll have to come back in the morning." Yeah, they're like, "No, we can't help you." Right. So we're like, "Okay." So we try to drive over a curb. That doesn't work. No, we can't clear the it's we can't too soft. We can't yeah. clear the curb. There's like too much dirt on the other side of it. We try to go through this tiny little courtyard. Which we sort of almost made, but they yeah, really made. But they've definitely engineered <laughs> this entire property to keep you from doing this. Because there were benches in this courtyard. The only reason they were in the position they were in was to keep a car from doing what we were trying to yeah. do. Yeah. And then the the um the sprinklers came on during, Oh yes. And so it was just like adding And I was driving your car. And I was the, trying to direct. And the window was down, and the sprinkler started, and I couldn't roll it up because the handle had fallen off. Joke life, <laughs> life. Not even a moment anymore. So it's then, just a never ending so then we went death. dumpster diving. Because, oh, no, we found another area where we thought maybe we could drive, but we needed a ramp of some sort because we, again, couldn't make it over the hump to yeah. try and get up there. Right. So we went to go build, our, build your own ramp, as you do, and went dumpster diving and found a bunch of materials to try and build something which is why that board is still on that seat by the oh, way oh awesome yeah Good. so we went into a dumpster to pull out some um what did we find we found a what, what are those things boxes, called um a pallet right we had a pallet <laughs> we had all kinds of stuff yeah so we're like tromping down trash in a corner just the two of us building like, a ramp like it's like it's pine pine times no the p- pine derby pinewood derby yes yeah. that is exactly what it feels like like we are t- competing it's in like, some sort of but we're also wearing like we look like scraggly homeless people like with well, you know our co-working friends <laughs> um and we're like stomping on cardboard to try and tr- force it with our feet into it into a into a shape we can drive over a thing and yeah like, we're trying to make cardboard h- hold the weight of a car yeah so you know physics big magic as our friend liz might say right um Magic lessons. Magic, how to, how this, to turn cardboard into... This, no, this would be so, such a good episode of her podcast. Yeah. So We totally chased our dreams. We chased some... I chased my alignment into never working again is what I chased. Um, goodbye, $65.99. So we uh, are tromping on some trash, jumping up and down on it, and pushing it against the sidewalk to try and make a ramp no idea if this is gonna work i'm very very disheartened and tired at this point just sort of getting mad and grumpy well and you had like want you had put off calling the cops for a while because you were afraid we were gonna get ticketed so you wanted to try all these other things and this was like we had already called the cops and they'd already said we're not helping you and so it really was just kind of like do we live here now yeah i I really didn't know what i was gonna do because i was like i don't have an off guard i can't just stay here like well and i was like i'll drive you home and you were like no, I can't, no, I'm not going to go home just to come back here in the morning to get my car. Yeah. Because it was like, so, well, it was so soon to when I would have to wake up anyway. Uh-huh. Like, five hours is not going to help me. So, it was just awful. Um, so we're, so we're fashioning a ramp. If you can call it that, yeah. And these two guys slowly pull up in a car and they say, hey, do you work for the city? <laughs> Abigail's like, yeah, <laughs> we work, it's the nightly 
trash stomping job. I'm that... wearing one shoe. You're wearing one shoe. Because the other one got stuck in the mud. Yeah, no one is wearing anything <laughs> resembling a, a, a city uniform. Or, or like something normal people would wear. No, it looks... No, like we are hobos. Co- co-working clothes. Yeah, these sure. are these are our co-working clothes. Um, and so... <laughs> Abigail goes to make friends. I'm like, ignore them. Keep on task. Don't get distracted by anybody trying to murder you. Just keep making your ramp. You know, a life lesson for us all. Sure. Uh, hey, man, I'm all about magic lessons. So then Abigail decides that to keep talking to these guys, and the guy's like, oh, I might have a key. No, the guy's like, do you know how to get into this parking lot? And I was like, what joke is happening to oh, me right now? First yeah. you ask if I work for the city. Right. Then you ask if I know how to get into the parking lot. And I laugh and I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. And I was like, no. And I was like, we're trying to get out of the parking lot. Right. And I can tell you there is no way no. to get in or out of this parking lot. It is impossible. And he's like, well, I might have a key. Which this random person drives up in a Fiat and starts asking questions and then says, I might have a key. I was just like, this is how people die. Like, well, they were like our age. They weren't. No, they were fine. But yeah, it was just they like, weren't. They I still were, felt like they were stranger creepy. danger. But they weren't way less hobo-y than we are. Yeah, by a large margin. They weren't coworkers they had, at like, all. They had showered like within 24 hours, oh, if totally. not right before we met them. Right. Not, not coworkers. Not coworkers at all. So... Then what happens? So he tries the key. It doesn't. It's not working. Or he doesn't yeah. have the right key. Well, and or... I'm like, why? What is happening right now? Like, are you just being nice? Like, what's going on? Like, why do you? Why are you asking all these weird questions? And he keeps being like, you don't, don't worry work. For, about you it. don't work for the city, right? Yeah, he keeps reiterating that. We're like, why? and I'm like, you are scared of me. Yeah. You are scared that I am somehow undercover. He's probably my soulmate, to be honest. Someone who's that afraid of like the law when the law is not present. So he wanted to get in because he had an electric car. And the, and the library has an electric charging port, and him and his friend were going to the bar down the street, and they were like, why don't we steal some electricity from the city while we're at the bar, like instead of yeah, instead of charging it at home. Mm-hmm. And that is why he has keys to every lock, because he's constantly stealing, breaking and entering to plug his car in. b man, mm-hmm. So... Then, um... We're not even to the joke yet. No, we're not. This is just the setup. This is, like, the first 20 chapters before you figure out the twist. The twist is, he says, why don't you, uh, just lift the chain up? And you could drive underneath it. And we were like... And we were like... Uh, we were like, w- are you sure? Do you think that would work? And he was like, yeah, I, I think your tiny car is small enough. And we look at it, and pretty much as soon as we look at it, we're like, yeah, I think think that would work so it was two stanchions with a giant chain connecting them like kind of like a smiley face shape yeah big drooping um chain. and it was pretty wide like very wide in 14 in, feet or something yeah wider than just an in and out like a little extra like wide two cars could have gone through there right um and so he parks and he's like i'll help you him and his friend and uh we get out like you amanda I gets drive, in the car yeah. And me and him lift up the chain, and it is and like much a like extra the foot. much like the the limbo. Yeah, she I just think. slides right under. And there's like an entire foot of chain left <clears throat> above. Like it wasn't even like a tight fit or anything no. like that. It was just like, oh, just drive out. And that's the joke that we had spent. We'd been there like almost an hour. It was easily enough. trying to get out. We had like Tried got all like these gotten crazy, stuck in yeah. mud, sprinklers, 
gotten ourselves quite into a three-point turn pickle inside that courtyard with the benches. Tensions we were, were running high. We were building ramps out of cardboard. Someone just made 50 boutonnieres and was not happy. Um, and yeah, it was as easy as lifting that stupid chain. Mm-hmm. So, listener, I would counsel you to look for the chain in your life. What chain could be lifted? Oh, magic lessons that indeed. You can drive your car through without touching. What's there for you, you know? What's giving you even an extra foot of space you didn't know you needed? So true. Like, it's, it's you know, you. they it, say, like, you can't go around it, you just have to go through it. No. No, you have to go under it. You have to go under it. You have to go under it, and you also have to, like, use your brain and look at stuff and figure things out a little better. Okay, you're getting a little yelly. Okay, I'm just mad at myself. <laughs> Like, I said it to John. I was like, John, we just drove under a thing. And he was like, you guys didn't think of that? And I was like, okay, it wasn't obvious. It wasn't. I would have never thought of that. No, never. It looked like a, cha- like a chain. Like, I don't know. When I see a chain, I don't think, like, flexible string I can manipulate to my will. Like, talk about magic lessons. That felt like magic. Right? It was like, okay, we play jump rope with this chain yes. link and then we get out. Yeah. Yeah. But it, the second he said it, I I could tell like I was like yeah that like that will probably work. Well, and now forever. Well, now I'm scared that they're gonna like you know tighten it up again. Of course you are. I'm just gonna wait there for my electric car soulmate and his fear and mine. Can I wanted to be like, can we get your number for next? Because they live nearby. Right. And I was like, can, can we just get your number for like when we need your help every day? Well, we were gonna lift. Like, it do up. you want to join our co-working space? <laughs> we have a co-working space nearby. <laughs> we're recruiting members. Um, no, I wanted to, we were going to, like, lift the chain up so he could drive his electric car into the parking lot. Yeah, and he was like, I'm good. Which was specious at best. He said he was going home to get a key, because he had one. I just want a key to the city. Right. he has the key to the city. I know, who is he? You know, as an employee of the city, I think (laughs) I think that I need to turn him in, so... If you're listening... Oh, uh, you, you love turning people if in. If you know who this man is... Dude, I saw, like, four people in the Target we could have turned in for various crimes. I was what like... What crimes? Uh, existing... Was it me? It was... You were three of them, yes. <laughs> you didn't properly exchange an item. Uh, oh, I didn't do that. That's offense. Well, I thought... No, it's Turns fine. out you don't like dark chocolate. I don't. What else don't you know about me? I, A deep well? I, I guess I know nothing. I mean, this or... Th- that hasn't come up in this or that. Friends... Readers, countrymen, listeners, six-year-old women who want to dance, law evaders, co-workers, chain lifters, driver-underers, driver-throughers, driver-throughers. Anyway, tell us your joke life moments. Yeah, those have been a little light lately. I just find it hard to believe that we're the only stupid people. Yes, that is a most excellent way of putting it. I just want to know. I just want to know. We must be alone in this universe, right? I don't know, man. Please tell us. Please. Countrymen. Assuage our fears. Tell us your joke life moments. You can do that. At twogirlstalking.club. That's our website. It's got a little submit button. You write in your joke life moment. <laughs> you write something in before that, and then you hit submit after. You don't hit submit first. I actually don't even know if it says submit. It might have a better call to action. Uh, we, well, let's A-B test it. Let's build a couple different landing pages. We're going to figure this out, all right? Yeah, we get so many submissions that an A-B test will really tell us what converts. Well, I'd love to get something above 0%. Yeah, people, tell us your joke life moments. Um, We are bearing our souls. Also, we need those reviews. Like, 
we need an excellent co-working space. So please leave us your reviews. It'll help other listeners just like you, other drivers, underers, and throughs to find us and find their way. We just want to help people. That's what this is all about. Trying to spread the good news of the joke life. Yeah. I don't I don't know when our podcast turned into magic lessons, but I'm on board. I just love doing voices mostly, so great. Then I think you're in the right industry. Yay. The industry of making boutonnieres. <laughs> no podcasting. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Anyway, so yes, leave us reviews, leave us ratings if you so desire. Um and yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Great big ice cream Sunday from out of space was in a place prepared for me. The great big ice cream Sunday from out of space. I stuffed my face because it was free. And when I was finished, its, its size was not diminished. The great big ice cream Sunday from out of space was in a place prepared for